1: Hey everyone, it's James here. I hope you're well. Just letting you know that after doing 45 episodes of the Australian Ghost Whisperer this year, Katarina and I have decided to take what we reckon is a well-earned break. We will be back in 2024 with Season 3 of the Australian Ghost Whisperer. But until then, we're going to play some of our most popular episodes. You may have missed them, or perhaps you might want to check them out a second time. Here they are, and thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Australian Ghost Whisperer. I am James Jennings, joined once again by Katarina Legato. Hello,
2: James. Hello, Hello.
1: everyone. Yeah. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well, thank you. Excellent. Excellent news. Uh, We left the last episode on a bit of a cliffhanger because we were talking about how we first met. Yes. So to give people a bit of a recap, if they haven't heard the last episode, essentially, I was living in a house in Sydney with my uh, then wife and my two infant children. Um, it was haunted. No easy way to say it. It had it had a ghost that was a massive pain in the ass. Uh, that was basically shaking me at night and making my life a living hell. And I wasn't sleeping. It was not pleasant. And I was at a point where I wanted to move house. And my wife at the time somehow magically got Katerina's phone number and booked Katarina in to come to the house to take care of it because um, I was essentially at my wits' end. So this is what happened. This is what I remember. I, you probably don't remember this. It was it, a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And also you've done thousands of Thousands of
2: these. <laughs> thousands of, thousands of these. Thousands.
1: Thankfully, I haven't done thousands of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, but So I remember it clear as day. So I remember you, you pulled up in your car out the front, and one thing that I have learned that you do when you're tuning into the spirit world, this is from me knowing you now for a good 12 years or so, is that when you're doing it, your eyes kind of they kind of drop out of focus, and it's like you're looking through something. So your eyes did this dropping out of focus thing and you went and you said hello to me and, you, and you, you're, literally your first words to me were, Oh yeah, this place is very haunted. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It and, was. and 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 of course I just went, oh, you know. Oh. <laughs> you were already freaked out. Yeah, I was already freaked out. And you were like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's haunted. Don't worry about that. It's yeah. very haunted. And I was like, oh great, that's very really, really, you know, reassuring. Um, so you came in, and what happened is, you know, uh, my wife and I, we went and sat in the backyard, and you came in. And you had a look around, and you, you were having a scan. And yeah, we didn't want to be in the house while you were doing it. But I could see through the window, through the back window of the house. And you had like one of, you know, like Catholic priests priest have yeah, these big my incense little burns? Incense
2: burn. I was yeah. burning frankincense before I start. Right. I love to burn the frankincense. Yeah, right. It's just my personal, I just love frankincense. It's so purifying. So, and, it's the oh, beginning of my ritual. Okay
1: it's the first time I'd ever seen something like that in real life so at first I was like oh wow what's going on here so I could see you waving that around and I could see you saying things obviously I couldn't hear what you were saying but you know you spent a good half an hour or so in the house and we're out the back just kind of Dashboard. Going, I hope
2: this works. Exactly. It's... I hope this woman knows what she's doing. Exactly,
1: exactly. Because as I said in the last episode, we've got a woman who had no idea what she was no, doing. Obviously. I've heard endless of these stories. Yeah. Well, thank goodness the real deal mm. arrived in the form of you. Mm, thank you. Um, so, again, this is one of those things that's really hard for me to put into words. But here's mm. what happened next. So you did your thing. And my ex and I came into the house and the entire atmosphere of the place was physically I could feel it was different. It, like there is, it's really hard to describe. It, yeah. it was clean. It was clean. And empty. And, and I, Fresh. It was fresh. And what I remember is I could not stop smiling. Like, and, and my ex as well, she, we both would just like have these idiot grins on her face <laughs> like... What did you do? Oh <laughs> my God! Like what? What? Like we were both in disbelief because, and the way that I've described it to people since then, it's like you pumped the entire house full of ha- some kind of happy gas. Mm. Because they're
2: bringing God's light, God's happy gas.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, it Pure felt love. It felt happier. It felt lighter. It 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 was completely transformed. And again, mm. it's hard to put into words something that. You don't have a frame of reference for, so there's not something I can go. Oh, it's a bit like this. There was nothing I'd experienced like it ever before. Yeah. So, instantly, I was—you it, 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 blew my mind in that instant. I was just like, I don't know what this woman's done, but she has transformed felt the feeling. You,
2: of this I did place. literally
1: transform the energy. Yeah. Yes. So, I, nothing happened ever again no. so i went from being terrorized by the spirit in that house every single night it was on a campaign to piss me off yeah
2: it wanted you to leave it wanted me to leave it and was claiming that home as their own yeah
1: well, it almost worked because my if this with if that with you didn't work, we were going to move, mm-hmm. or at least I was like we yep. heard
2: that many times before too. Right? They call me and I'm like the last resort, and it's like well, if you don't work, we're going to sell, we're going to run, we're going to move. But yes, it works.
1: Yeah, we're well, damn straight it works. So it never happened again, and it was just it was mind blowing. So from that moment, I was just like, who is this woman? Mm-hmm. And. What was cool is like we were having a bit of a chat and I told you that I was a writer and you were like, oh, I've, I think I, I was studying screenwriting at the time and you were like, oh, I've always wanted to like, I've got so many great stories, I wanted to turn into a TV show or a movie or whatever and instantly I was like, I'll write it.
2: <laughs> I know, yeah. You right. know, I was
1: like, I'll do it. That sounds amazing. So um, So and that sort of began a friendship because, you know, I got to know you slowly so that I could, you know, get details of your life and how I was going to turn it into a screenplay. Um, and But I also just sort of came to you for things like healings mm. and, uh, and healings is another topic entirely that we'll... De- we'll discuss. We'll dedicate yeah. a good chunk of time to that, mm. um, if not in this episode, then in the future. Um, oh, gee, look, I could honestly go off on so many tangents now about how my life has changed since i've gotten to know you i might save that for another time Mm, because i want to stay on track and and what this episode is essentially about is haunted houses Mm. and what you did when we met was i lived in a haunted house and you cleared it and it was gone so i want to ask you about when did you start clearing haunted houses like how did this how did this become a thing that you Mm -hmm.
2: my training came directly from spirit from my guides I they took me on many journeys to understand the many levels and many different levels of the spirit world and through that they 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 would take me on journeys and show me like the lower dimensions as someone who's not very spiritually um evolve through their physical life is obviously going to go into a dimension or a realm where they're going to feel comfortable. You couldn't put someone like that straight into a really high dimension because they wouldn't be able to maintain that higher vibration. So I obviously spent many, many years before I actually ventured out to do the house clearings and there was such a demand for it because by that stage, I was doing so many readings and healings for people and this was always an issue where people had stuff going on in their homes that they just could not kind of get rid of. Mm. So spirit taught me how to first of all contain the energy within a home because like your own home, you thought there was one person in there, one spirit. Often in homes there are many spirits. There are many. There can be up to 10, 20, 30 even um, spirits, lost souls within an environment some human and some non-human. So the most important thing that spirit taught me was how to maintain and contain an environment so that it doesn't get out of control. If I lose control of that environment and, and obviously spirit are sensing me coming in that I'm about to do something to them, they start to freak out. So I need to contain and I need to hold, be able to hold tight the energy around that home so that what's there can't run off basically
1: actually you know what I, I now remember when you came to my place one of the things that you said to me as you arrived were arrived you said to me they knew
2: that oh they, they, know oh, they that. always know yeah, yes they that know that i'm coming they feel it yeah. often you know sometimes my gps would take me the other way and i'd know that that was them trying to divert me so so spirit taught me how to contain so that that's the thing when i'm 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 burning the frankincense. I'm also doing special prayers and and also I, I place a a circle of protection around the physical people in the home. Sometimes i will sit outside, sometimes i will sit in the lounge room mm. and sometimes they'll completely leave their home and go like, we just don't want to be here. You just call us when you're finished. Right. So I need to put protection around the people, especially where there's children and pets because they're very sensitive to energy. Mm. Once I've contained the environment, I have also a lot of help from my own spiritual family who work with me. So what happens then is that I'm – what I actually do is bring the, the the spirit realms and the physical realm together as one energy, if you can imagine. There's a very fine... Um, like a fine veil, if you like, between this world and the spirit dimension. So it's like bringing the two environments together. This allows me to cross over multiple souls without them realising. So what I do, once I've done that, I've established that. So I'm able to bring in a very peaceful and calming energy. Mm. So this allows for all of the spirits within that environment to begin to feel a little more chilled, and quiet and calm. And what often happens is that many of those lost souls will have family members on the other side that will come in and make contact with them so they don't feel so scared and alone. So sometimes they need to go to an individual spirit and say, look, look up, you'll see your mom, or your sister, or your father, whoever's presenting to help them to cross over. Um, And as I do that, then what happens is the energy, the vibration within the home begins to go into that higher frequency, so I'm able to then help obviously by using the energy as i channel the energy to lift them into that through that doorway and from that space on obviously there are the the beings of light their own guides family members source that will help them to transition um, also, when you've got multiple spirits in a home, there's like portals, doorways that they open, that they go in and out of, so they're like having a party, it's like, oh, there's there's an open door, let's go there. So I have to shut all the portals in the home to make the environment secure yeah. so that there's no more spirits coming into that environment Sometimes in this, you know, there can be spirits that are not a human or humanoid, so I need to deal with those individually as I go along. So the thing is, I have to work, keep maintain a high vibration and work quickly. So that I don't get worn out and tired. That was one thing that um, my guides were very, very, um, very, um, made this very important to me to know that I needed to maintain that higher vibration constantly. Okay. Because if I started to get tired or my vibration dropped, then I could get stuck and be be in trouble. They could begin to challenge me. So I really needed to always make sure that I maintain myself in a state where I'm always um, of a higher vibration and not becoming tired or worn down. And so this is why they taught me to to cross over to help like many souls at one time maintain a high frequency and get it done fast right so that i don't get tired okay so once that's all done i'm able to then bring in lots of beautiful healing and peaceful energy into a home and and just seal all the work down and i usually will say to people just keep the home for a good week nice and calm like don't have a party, don't have lots of people in and out, yep. just let the energy settle and um, and um, they're usually quite happy and they don't have any issues ever again. Well, I can testify to that. And so can probably thousands and thousands yeah. of others. Yeah. <laughs> I've done. Yes, it's a very um, – it's a very um, – it's a skill, it is really something that I have many, many years of training. Yeah, right. And unfortunately, again, I've known of many people that have gone to their homes that have had people um, that have gone into a home and not known how to maintain an environment, how to contain and have allowed things to get out of control, stirred up those spirits upset them more, Mm. not been able to finish and just cause so much more havoc to the spirits and to the physical people that are in the home. So, you know, to me it's like entering a battlefield almost. If I'm going to go into a home, I have to be prepared for anything that's there. Yeah, yeah. And I can't allow myself to go into fear I, I just have to deal with what's there, but I feel very secure, I feel very protected and I know that I have so much spiritual help there mm, mm. in order to go into these haunted environments. It was many years of training before I was able to feel confident enough to go into a home mm. to obviously be able to do this kind of work. Now it's so common for homes, um, buildings, buildings, uh, to be haunted because we do have so many people that are constantly dying on planet earth yeah? yeah now not all of them are crossing over as i've said in in other episodes what happens is that Some people die and they're just so unprepared, they're afraid and so they will cling to the 3D world, they will look for a home, they will look for a family that feels familiar to them, they will look to attach to a person, they will want to maybe hang around some children. Whatever it is that feels comfortable, that reminds them of their lives, that sadly this is what they will cling to rather than setting themselves their spirit free and and returning home. So it is not uncommon for homes to have spirits hanging around. And, you know, honestly, I'd say that there's very few homes where I've not sort of seen something happening or going on. Sometimes it can be quite minimal that people just don't notice it. And some people have even said to me, oh, I've got ghosts in my home, but I actually enjoy them. Look, I still don't think that's a good idea, quite frankly, but your ghosts can't be your pets kind of thing. You know, that's (laughs) just not but what do you do? You know, you can't be telling people what to do. Yeah. But um, I've
1: heard stories like that. I've I've got friends who are like, oh, yeah, there's a ghost. Yeah, they
2: enjoy it. I
1: know who who it is and they don't bother us and sometimes I'll say hi and, Mm. like, they just talk about it as though it's no big deal. Um, Yeah,
2: they just coexist together. Yeah, Mm. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Look, you know, I don't really feel I'm not a great fan of that because I do believe that every soul is Needs to return to the spirit world. It's part of their um, growth. It's part of their, um, you know, transitioning and. It's what we're here to do. We're here to evolve. We're here to come here, um, you know, to experience our lives, to become the best version of ourselves and then move on and continue to grow and evolve so that we can go into those higher dimensions. Mm. But if we're stuck here and if you're entertaining a spirit in the 3D, you're not giving that spirit an opportunity to grow and evolve. Yeah, right,
1: right. Mm. Well, talking about spirits moving on and not evolving, I should go back and I forgot to mention that the I I think I found out who the spirit was who was terrorising me in that house. Mm. So I spoke to the neighbours and I told them what was going on and they said, oh, well, there was a man who lived on his own. He wasn't married. He didn't have kids, but that was his parents' house. It was like a a family house that had been passed down through the generations. He was living there on his own. Mm. He died under mysterious circumstances. We think that he might have killed himself. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, that's who it was. Yeah. That's yeah. who it was. So and he's he,
2: being so low in his vibration because he did commit suicide. Right. was attracting a whole lot of other spirits like company almost.
1: Well, you did say to me that you did say as well uh, when when it finished you were like there were other people here, there was a, a, an old lady in this room. You said there was a portal in one room. So all of that of course was terrifying to hear. <laughs> but but again, yeah. Nothing ever bothered me again in that house at all. Like that was the end of it. And that's how it should be really. Of course, Well, absolutely. It's
2: only if people are sometimes, you know, I will go back to clients, but they're usually big social people, have lots of parties and have lots of, you know, those kinds of things where then a lot of people constantly coming into their homes and people can also be carrying spirits and energies with them. Mm -hmm. So after a while that can accumulate within an environment also. Yeah, right, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm.
1: And you know what like people love hearing haunted house stories like there are like so many movies about haunted houses mm. and and stories and books like people love it can be stuff. really creepy what okay. goes on in an environment so let's get let's get to some creepiness <laughs> tell tell yeah. me tell me some of your creepy haunted house stories yeah. lay one on us
2: just staff. Um, understanding that you know they really cannot harm us they're just sometimes as lost as and afraid as the physical person is right and when you look at them they often they are they are people. They're just not in a physical form anymore. Right. So that's how I look at them, you know. I don't look at them as something scary and unnatural. Yeah. They're just a person no longer existing in a physical body. So yeah. that's how I kind of get around that fear.
1: Do you know what? I, I've, I've I've had other experiences over the years and it, um, <laughs> sometimes I'm, I get really afraid but I've also kicked the shits and because I'm just like if you were alive...
2: Would you come into my house at night? Would you shake on my bed? That's the best part of being in spirit, hey. I
1: know, but I've never even said that before. I'm just like, seriously, yeah. like, what why would you come and do that to me in the middle of the night when you would never do that if you were alive? Just because you're dead doesn't give you the right to be a jerk. <laughs> oh, they have extra special privileges. Oh, well, as far as I'm concerned, it's like, no, they don't. It's like... Don't overstep the boundaries, but look, here I am trying to lecture them. They don't care what I'm going to say. They just come and do what they want anyway. So, so. And you have
2: to understand that spirits take a lot of their personality goes with them. So yeah. if they were say horrible people in physical then they will be still horrible people in spirit they have to go through that journey to obviously um, heal and change that behavior right so they will often have their', their still their personality traits mm. very strongly um, attached to them when they are stuck in in, in the 3d realms mm.
1: so you can so essentially as in real life, You can have people who are nice people. Yeah. You can have people who are complete assholes.
2: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I've had spirits just yell at me and swear at me. In fact, one day I was in a home in Balmain many years ago and this was quite a haunted home also and there was this terrible spirit, this terrible evil man, and he was hiding inside. There was this solid wooden wardrobe and when I walked into this bedroom, I kind of could feel something was behind those doors of that wardrobe, and he, those doors just opened up like this, and he came out. And his hands, he wanted to choke me. He was so angry. It was like, this is my home. Like, fuck off. This is my home. So I had to really contain energy, my energy and my protection in order to kind of almost fight him off.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: Wow. That sounds uh, that sounds pretty terrifying. It was some look I uh, some of them can be quite terrifying because some of them are so angry and they feel quite threatened by anyone that's coming in to um, obviously, do anything like try and help them or cry. They don't understand that because they do not want to go to the spirit world. They want to stay here. This is my home. You can't make me change my mind. I'm not going anywhere. So I have had to kind of have those types of your know, battles, if you like, with these types of spirits because at the end of the day sometimes I have to work with them to help them to understand that I'm not there as a threat but Liberating them from this three d will actually help them of course and bring them peace and bring them you know that healing that they need for themselves, so often this is where their family members are so handy because I can. You know, like bring in maybe their mom or dad, or sometimes even a pet, mm. um, and then the smile on the face is like, oh wow, yeah, you know. Then that that feeling of love that's coming from the family member on the other side, it's 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 almost like you know a magnet. That's like, oh wow, mm. yeah, you know, I've missed you. That's my mom or my dad or my dog, my cat, and it makes it so easy. And the beautiful thing is, once that they've gone from this really angry person to this smile on their face and they're just so happy to go wow. and it's just a beautiful feeling, you know, I feel that change inside of them, feel that their light, their their soul lights up. Well, that's good. That's a happy ending, right? Yeah. Like, and that's but what it's about. But sometimes it can take quite a bit of time to get to that space, to take them from their very angry piss-off, I'm not going anywhere, mm. to, oh, my God, I feel the love and I'm off. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah. And you're the conduit to get them yeah, from one to the other. Basically that's it. I act as an a conduit to help them to guide them and um, yeah, see them on their way and once they get to the other side then it's they're they're in in God's realm and then they get sorted to wherever it is they need to go. So, like I said, they will go to wherever their frequency is going to be comfortable. They can't go straight into a very high vibrational space because they wouldn't be comfortable there. They need to go somewhere where they... Yeah, that makes sense. vibrational match type of thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, um, I know that you have so many haunted house stories that are very, very terrifying and thrilling and we're going to get to those in future episodes. We'll actually look at individual cases because I know you've got individual cases that are fascinating. Yeah, I've got
2: some real yeah. Yeah. Really
1: so today's more memorable, like a, memorable, memorable yeah, ones. Yeah. So today's like a little teaser for for, for what you're going to hear. But uh, you know, it seems like a good place to wrap it up, and we will definitely be back in our next episode to talk more spooky goings on. <laughs>
2: Spooky stories, here we come.
1: Spooky stories galore. So once again, you know, to anyone who is watching or listening, please feel free to comment. Tell us about anything that you'd like to see in the show or you might have a question for us. Um, If you are able to like or subscribe, please do so. We appreciate your support. And, hey, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.